Okay. And we are back at the high for another episode of Sailing Breakers with Audra and Stacy. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> we have a couple special guests today. We're so excited to be doing a special Mother's Day episode with two amazing female entrepreneur mothers in town, uh, local Wichita legends. Can I say that? Can I just yes. call you a legend already, yes. both of you? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We have Angela Green from Wichita Moms Blog and Mary Billings from Love of Character. So welcome! Thank yeah, thank you so much for uh, coming on. We're excited to talk with you all about motherhood and careers and just dive in. Yeah, we're going to dive in and I'm going to sort of interview, I'm the non-mom here, so I'm going to interview kind of all three of you really, which I'm really excited about. So we do have some some fun questions. So at first we kind of just want you to give us, I know Angela's been on before, but kind of tell us a little bit about yourselves and how you got into I guess in your business and how you um, kind of got into that into that type of business and got that started. So whoever wants to go first, Angela, go first. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, so I started Love of Character. Oh, online, like six and a half ish years ago, and then um, five years ago opened the shop that we have over in College Hill, um, and you know it just kind of came from a place of loving parties and crafting and beautiful paper goods and gifting and so just kind of evolved from doing some side projects and side parties for friends to wanting a space where people could come and celebrate and then also find fun gifts and party goods and paper goods and kind of all of those things it has morphed a little bit into a um heavy gifts and then a lot with balloons that keeps us very busy um, we still do some of like the fun small events and then some of our own events and then working with other people in town doing fun things. So that's just a little bit of a background, just a crafty person that <laughs> wanted to get going. Yeah. I love it. I remember uh, following you back when you were just on Etsy, Angela. Yeah. What's that? I re- I'm not Angela, Mary. <laughs> I remember following Mary back when she was just on Etsy, right? Is that where you yeah. started? Yeah, kind of like a blog and then an Etsy and then a website and yep. So cool. Yeah, we're so like, cool. this is so cute. I know. <laughs> and now it's Instagram that I like worked really hard on. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yes. Yeah, so I'm Angela and I run Wichita Mom. We were previously Wichita Mom's blog. That's how we started. Um, we actually rebranded in 2020. But uh, let's see, we launched in the beginning of February 2015. And really, um, it was started back then and it's still the mission is still the same really to bring um moms women together um for support and community and resources so i'm kind of an education resource nerd and i love learning and i love um i definitely love my community and so it was an outlet for me to kind of combine all of those things i was also a brand new mother and really had no idea what I was doing. And I was fairly newish back to Wichita. I moved away for a while and um, just could not find the resources I was looking for. So decided to create those um, and and bring women together who were also in similar stages of motherhood or varying stages of motherhood, really, um, with different backgrounds. So we could all come together and get to know 
our community together. And yeah, that's how that was the premise of Wichita Mom. And we are the largest online platform and also offline community for thousands and thousands of local moms. So um, we kind of exploded with growth at the beginning, and then we've just really maintained and um, served our community uh, for, for the last six years. So it's been quite the journey and so much fun, and I have the very best team in the world and um, also get to work with so many businesses in the community and organizations. And so that's been really great for me personally to, to get to know Wichita as as an adult since I'm from here and moved away for a while mm-hmm. um it's just a totally different perspective and I've really loved that so yeah I think uh Wichita moms pardon my blog comment <laughs> oh, earlier yeah sorry uh, old habits just kind of <laughs> yeah. you know die hard but I it's such a good resource I mean I was making my own list of splash pads for the summer with my kids and then I got an email from you saying here's all the splash pads and I was <laughs> yes. like cool delete because mine had like three and yours has like 12 so I'm like oh this is awesome I love it I love it's, to hear that <laughs> yes it's great I, I when I worked at Girl Scouts it was like non-stop everyone's just like go check go check which the mom's blog go sorry, it was blog then which mom's blog what do you want to do this they would just constantly the troop leaders would just send out the link like what are the kids doing this summer like just send it out and so it was it was very popular <laughs> and that yes. was at the beginning yeah so, great okay so I'm going to kind of dig in deep. We're kind of doing a, a Mother's Day uh, special. So you both own businesses that um, appear to be very high demand almost all year round. Like some businesses are, you know, um, cyclical and there's busy times and non-busy times. And this seems like, there, you know, there's always something going on. There's always holidays that need balloons and, and things. So um, we all know that motherhood can be the same. Um, to say the least, that it's just constant, right? There's no like, oh, we're not busy. Like, it's always busy. So how do these two areas of your world coexist? And is there pressure that comes with this integration? And if so, how do you handle this? Well, I think Angela and I are a little bit different points in the motherhood. So I Mm -hmm. actually look to her a lot of times for some advice and guidance. But uh, I, just so people know, have a three-year-old that keeps me on my toes and then I am pregnant expecting another girl at the end of July. So um, when I thought of this question, I literally wrote down sometimes well, and sometimes one just takes more than the other one does. Um, I think that there's just times where um, it is crazy. I mean, we have like graduation season coming up, so I know I'm gonna be insane. Um, And so just making sure I'm lining things up and getting my resources that I need and thank God, I have a great husband who jumps in and helps me uh, and our families. And I definitely rely on people that can jump in and help. Uh, I know I honest, I'll be honest. I need to, you know, work on motherhood at times. And I find myself, I love my job and I love what I do, but I need to be better sometimes at turning it off, which can be hard when you're a business owner Mm -hmm. and people are reaching out nonstop. Um, It just is hard sometimes. And it's hard to remind people too, with small businesses, I'm not Amazon. It's literally like, you know, a couple of my great employees and I like answering all these inquiries. And so we just have to remind them like, Hey, yeah, you emailed me last night and it's the next morning and I haven't gotten back to you, but I had to turn off. Like I had to Mm -hmm. watch Princess Sophia for the millionth time with my kid. (laughs) Um, But you know, I love showing Elizabeth like the fun new things that we've gotten in the shop 
and bring her in. And I'm very lucky to have some shop girls that love her and um, will sit there and color with her while I have to talk to a customer or let her be ridiculous and demanding and pretend like she owns the shop kind of thing. So I think she has fun with it. And I like to incorporate her when I can so that I can intertwine the two at times. Cause I know that sometimes I'm lacking. I, you know, it's just hard to give everyone the needed focus. And so sometimes I'm good at one and not good at the other. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, like Mary said, I'm in a different stage. Um, though I did start my business when I was pregnant with my second and, my oldest was about two. So right in the thick <laughs> of, um, where you gals are, uh, where it's, you know, high on demand all the time. Um, and I still have those needs, but you know, from my kiddos, but just in a different way. Um, you know, one of the things with my business, it's mostly digital. It's, it's some in person and events and things, but it's mostly digital. And really we live in a digital world in general, right? Um, with social media and just so much access. Um, and so it's something that is a constant learning curve for me, even six years in, um, you know, I feel like thousands of people have access to my energy and me, uh, 24 seven. And, you know, I'm not complaining because it's with my business. I, I mean, you know, if I, if I'm truthful with myself, I started my business in an effort to really make these two worlds of motherhood and business coexist. That was really what I was trying to do. Um, you know, not only did I want to connect mothers and their stories um, and connect their stage of life to the community in Wichita, but really for personal reasons also, I wanted to run my own business while raising babies. And um, that was really hard when they were really little, much harder than I think I anticipated. I. I really wanted to do it all and thought I could. Um, I was telling, um, I think I've told you guys that I, I wish I would have invested in full-time childcare right off the bat. Um, I don't know why we put so much pressure on ourselves, but for me, I guess I speak for myself. I thought I, I really thought I could have my kids home and I felt a little bit of guilt for quitting my job and starting my business. I thought, you know, well, I'll just have my kids at home and happily do my, my work. And it just <laughs> does not work that way. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, not if you actually want to accomplish, you know, the, the things you want. So, um, so I will say the lines were very, very blurred at the beginning. Um, and they still are from time to time. And it comes and goes in waves and in seasons. You know, there are some seasons where I'm much busier. Maybe we're working on launching some new um, some new content or guides or projects or events. And I'm, I, I'm just not as available. But my girls know, you know, we have, they are old enough. We have that conversation. But it was um, actually, I still struggle with it, though. Just even last Saturday at my daughter's soccer game, um, my oldest was like, Mom, are you working again? Because <laughs> I was on my yeah. And so um, I get that a lot. They, my girls know how to put us on guilt trips mm, yeah. and they do, they associate me with working all the time, but I try to explain to them, you know, I, it's a positive and negative, right? Like I love, I think Mary alluded to this. I love that my daughter work so hard for the things that I want and making our community a better place and um, really serving other moms. Um, but at the same time, it is really hard to turn that off. So it's just a constant boundary um, reevaluation for myself. But it, I think it's always 
going to be like this when you're a business owner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Mary, you said you, um, there are times where you know you need to work on motherhood. When, like, what are your red flags for that? Um, or is I mean, there anything in this, like, right now, just being pregnant, it's hard because I come home and I want to crash. And then it's like, okay, you go do bedtime or you, you know, do things. <laughs> I even, like, was texting with my husband and he has to pick up Elizabeth from school. And I just was like, I promise tonight, let's come home. I'll do a walk. Or I just, you kind of realize like, okay, I've been not prioritizing like I need to. And luckily, I mean, my child is, you know, at the age where she's not calling me out necessarily. Which <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I just realized like, I'm like, oh, I'm missing things. Or, you know, it's just like you crave, like they're asleep. And you're like, oh man, I wish I would have like read her some books tonight or something yeah um where my husband had to help so right now I'm just in a weird balance because it's like owning a business and being tired pregnant um but you know I love when we have our special moments or I'll do random things with her it's just like the day-to-day stuff you realize you're getting like out of the loop on a little bit and you have to jump back in yeah I feel like for me I'm schedule so many things out and I plan it out and I'm like okay this is my time with the boys and this and this but then so often I I I mean I just it's like I'm like you know what I'm 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 not going to do what I was going to do today I'm going to spend time with them instead because it just their time gets it's easy to squeeze I feel like um yeah or be like and I know too for me um Hopefully my husband doesn't watch this. Luckily he doesn't have Facebook, but um, he's always on me because he, you know, he's like, do you, cause I'll be like, I'll be like just 10 minutes, 10 more minutes. And I'll be like, okay, do you really mean 10 minutes? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's going to turn into you just checked 35 emails. <laughs> right. Um, but, but Audra, I love what you said about um, you're right. I, I like it's actually so sad when you said that. Cause it's so true. Like, I'm like, Oh my, the girls will understand. Like, I'll just take 30 more minutes and it's like, they're not going to be here forever, you know? Um, so I like that you make it kind of intentional time. And for me, I, we've made a rule in our house and I'm not always good about it. I'll be the first to admit that we, I do have to physically remove my phone. Otherwise it's just like an automatic and I will, I will check one email and I'll be bummed for the, like, you know, I'll be bummed yeah. out for the rest of the night yeah. if it's yeah. something I wasn't, yeah. you know, bad news or something. Yeah. Um, the, the putting the physical phone away, I just know that I have to do it. And when I don't, I, I 10 minutes turns into two hours. <laughs> yeah. I do the same thing when I get home. If I know I want to be like just there and intentional, I just put my phone up on the shelf and yeah. Yeah. And that's okay, ladies. Yeah. That is okay. <laughs> I think we used to talk a lot about, um, you know, work-life balance you know, back in the day when we didn't have the phones just like connected to us all the time. So I don't really know that there is such a thing as work-life balance anymore. I kind of, I think we all struggle with that, but, um, that's good to know that you're, you heard it here first, everyone on Silly Breakers, (laughs) that you can put your phone away. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. And understand when people do it, don't get on them for not responding within five minutes. Yes. Right. Yeah. That's weird too. I notice I get like text messages business related text messages like late at night sometimes and I'm just like same at which, like six in the morning I'm like I'm not operating now that's yeah. that I glance at this have a <laughs> if you re- if I have found personally if you respond which I used to if you respond yes you're, you, that you're the one that sets that tone yeah and then that's it's true 
And, you know, that so is I actually, true. I have this, um, my, my close team knows this, um, but I, I do work a lot on, on the weekends, just like kind of catch up. I enjoy it. It's not like I'm tied to my work. I mean, I, I, I do just catch up. It's, it's a relief for me, but I don't tell anybody that I'm working because I, mm-hmm. it's like, if they know that, then they know they have access to me. So I don't respond to an email, even if I get it, because I don't want that to be set the tone. You know, that's good. Oh, good. I have to admit good last tip. night, I literally Googled, I was sitting on the couch. I turned Netflix. the kids, like I just got them down. My husband was gone doing something. This was like nine o'clock. I turned on Netflix to start doing some emails and I literally Googled. I was like, is it appropriate to email at 10 o'clock at night? <laughs> and then I was like, I'm just going to send that one tomorrow. Because I schedule like, them. You can schedule them. And I did. I yeah. them. Oh, I need to do that. It's the, but it's like, you know, I mean, especially when you're a working mom entrepreneur, you're working at all, or it doesn't matter if you're an entrepreneur or not, but you're working at all hours of the day, weekends, mm-hmm. trying to play catch up. But yeah, you don't want to put that necessarily on other people, but that's your time to get it done. So yeah, scheduling. Yeah. I'll do that next time. But yeah, Google basically said... Don't do it. It used to be like <laughs> phone calls, your home phone. It was like 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. I don't know if you guys watch the show Curb Your Enthusiasm, but they'd always be like, what's the cutoff? The cutoff's 10 o'clock. Like, you can't be calling. It's like, it's 10, 15. I can call. I can call back. I got a, I got a message on my answering machine. I can call. And it's just like, now we just, with the phones, we don't have, especially the texting, we just don't have the and emails. So, yeah, a lot of people will get emails from me at 8 a.m. because that's when I schedule them <laughs> a lot of times. Um, but... But yeah, I think we've all experienced that, and that's good advice. Um, I know we're going, gotta maybe skip around a little bit. Yeah, because I know we have a, a hard stop, so you yeah. might just flag us when you're. When yeah. We have the stop time. Um. So we talked about we only have so much capacity in our days, right? So, um, tell us how you strive to make motherhood feel fulfilling versus overwhelming for you. For example, do you outsource any tasks? Um, and then I think we were kind of alluding to this a little bit earlier, but do you, you know, like example, do you read your kids every day, but you're not like making them organic food all the time? Like, you know, something's got to give, right? So tell us how you define success for yourself as a mother, um, in this season that you're in right now. Um, my daughter was <laughs> three times a week, which mm-hmm. is great. And once I kind of figured that out, it's been extremely helpful and it just takes the pressure off. Um, it is a little bit of a patchwork situation when you're, a, you know, mom that has her own business and you're trying to juggle things. I know when she was little, sometimes I would struggle cause it was like, I had stay at home mom friends that wanted to do things that I felt bad turning down. And I also had like work obligations and stuff. So just, I had to get okay with being like, yeah, I'll squeeze in and go to the zoo this morning at 8 a.m. so that she can be with her friends and do something. But then other days I had to be like, no, I can't make it. I can't like hurry home to do a lunch play date or whatever. So um, I just had to prioritize things at the right time. Um, But then I also have like music class with her on Wednesdays that we do. Um, I'm definitely not making organic homemade treats or (laughs) really cooking at all. I'll be completely honest. That is something I do not have on my plate. But I do love a good Trader Joe's trip with Elizabeth. She gets her own little cart and has fun. So fun. Um, and she's very demanding about books before bed. So how many, how many are you up to a night? I do like one-off things with her and have fun. So Yeah. How many books does she demand a night these days? Five. Oh, five. Okay. Wonderful. Whoa. Wonderful. 
So I have to like balance like you I pick was, one long book I'm and then aware the rest of this. are short little one word pages. <laughs> right, right. They're not all going to be Curious George. Yeah. I was yeah. not aware of the five books. Like you just like one and done. I had Ooh. some friends who told me about this when I was a new mom that their kids like demanded more books at night and I never believed it until <laughs> sure enough. Like next. Yeah. Just yep. one more mom. Yeah. And then she always turns on the light and reads to herself afterwards, too. So it's <laughs> How do you get her to stay stay in her room? That's what I bed. need to know. <laughs> Aww. What okay. about you, Angela? Um, so I, I'm kind of like going back to one of the other questions. Um, so I'm in a really, really great stage of motherhood, I would say. I'm in that sweet spot. Um, okay. My, my friend's and family always tease me because everything's my favorite. I love a lot of things and <laughs> I've loved in motherhood. I, I listen, I'm really being serious here. I have loved every stage. And even I was telling Audra, you know, three was really hard, but I truly, even, even when they're little terrors, like I still, I've loved every stage, but <laughs> I like, I love the baby stage so much, but I will say this stage that I'm in, they call it being in between the triple D's. I'm in between diapers and driving and dating. So I am literally in the mm. ideal sweet mm. spot. So like <laughs> our family, um, we have inside jokes and we tease each other and we have like things we do as a family together. Um, we're like a unit and the girls think that my husband and I are the greatest and we laugh, but like, I'm, we're also on the precipice of like, I see that tween girl coming mm -hmm. very, very soon. So, um, so all of that to be said, I'm in, I am, I really feel like I've, and it's kind of sad to think about, but it's also beautiful. Um, I really am out of that stage where like, you're just kind of clinging on to, to your surviving. <laughs> um, you're needed all the time. And I loved being needed. I loved that stage, but like now that I'm out of it, I realize how much that was. Um, so I would say my capacity, I have so much more than I did uh, because my youngest went to kindergarten this year. So school was a game changer for me. And amazingly, I've had friends that are in similar situations to me and they're like, you're still gonna, your days are still gonna fly by. Cause I thought I would be bored and lonely. And I'm like, oh my gosh, every day, like I gotta go pick my girls up here soon. And the days just fly by. So um, I just think that I am a little, when it comes to motherhood specifically, I am a little bit more balanced because my girls are at school and I pick them up and I love that I have that flexibility. Um, and then, you know, so I think that I've got that. Um, and I do outsource. My very first thing that I ever outsourced was, I, I mentioned earlier that I wish I would have done full-time daycare. I like, so if anybody is watching this and questioning that, I wish I would have, I did what Mary did and it seems to work for her. I, I patchworked daycare a lot and it was so stressful because it just wasn't consistent. Um, so anyway, I wish I would have done that, but my very first thing that I really outsourced was getting my house cleaned and I have no shame for that. Like I, I, it, it's something that I absolutely can do, but, um, it just frees, it frees up my weekends again to be with the mm -hmm. girls. Um, so that was the very first thing that I, that I outsourced. So I, I, you know, and then they're at school. So that is another way to outsource. I mean, they're at school. <laughs> so. so when you pick them up, do you, do you try and crunch all your work in to the time they're in school or do you hop back on at night? I mean, you know, I know you said weekends sometimes now, now um, your secrets out FYI. You no, know, I, <laughs> I will say it is the 
And I think so many working moms and business owners can, in general can agree the beauty specifically of being a business owner. Um, the beauty is the flexibility. I go to every field trip. I volunteer in my girls' classroom. I pick them up from school every day. I am so grateful for that. I'm, it's something that I deeply want. However, <laughs> so on the flip side, it just means that I'm working all the time. And I it's a blessing and a curse, right? Like I, I take my work on vacations with me. And a lot of people think that that's probably silly, but it's just, it is what it is. Like I am thankful I'm able to do that because I have the flexibility um, to get my work done. So to answer your question, you know, I'll go pick them up here and yeah, I'll, I'll probably hop back on. Um, but they're, again, they're old enough that, you know, they're not like wanting to hang out with me all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll keep working. My day will not be over when I pick them up from school. Well, and it, it's just interesting because we're at a different stage where it's like, they are, I mean, um, Mary and I are at the stage where it's like, they do want you all the time. So it's like, yeah. if you are working on your computer, mm-hmm. that's just not it's realistic. Not yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. They're like, I want to watch Paw Patrol, YouTube kids. No, Mine no. just verbally you know, mine just verbally like guilt trip me and say, mom, <laughs> you guys, I will tell you, um, you know, those at school, those like little mother's day, um, like questionnaires that kids do. Like we did them growing up where it's like, you know, what's your favorite thing about mom? What's your favorite thing to do? Both of my girls last year, both of them, I, I don't remember exactly what the question was. It was like, it's like, what, what does your mom like to do for have to have fun? And they both wrote work. Work. Oh, did, did that, how did that make <laughs> you feel? Love what you do. Yes. That's yeah. what I think. I'm like, how cool. I, you know, I felt guilty. I felt so sad. I, I felt so sad, but I, it is a good thing. I think it's a beautiful thing. I think, I do think I work a lot. I think it, I, it's, it, it was a wake up call though, too. So it's like, I kind of have to be aware, you know, but they're also kids. They're also kids. Like, yeah. That's, you know, yeah. They keep you humble. Yeah. They keep you humble for sure. Yours probably weren't the only kids that said that either. I mean, true. true. <laughs> Fortunately, you get to work from home and yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Stacey, you're exactly right. Like, I love that. I, I think I'm so fortunate. I do want to make that very, very clear. I am very aware of the my situation. I'm so lucky and um, I'm very aware of that. So. Awesome. I know we're getting close on time. So I love this. Um, Audra actually came up with this question. I really like the way she worded it. How do you stay Angela and how do you stay Mary while having businesses that are largely rooted in motherhood? So I put fun nails and I'm working, but um, truly I think friend and family time is so important to me. And I think that's why this last year has been a little bit hard with friend time, I've been lucky that I've maybe gotten some more family time having my mom help and stuff. Um, but I have to have like my girls nights. I have to, you know, have chats with my mom or day nights with my husband. Those things are just, I think what keep me level minded and having fun. And, you know, I love that my husband and I are very good at like, he wants to play soccer or like you know, go on some float trips with his friends or do things. And then I love to have girls nights, um, grab a drink with a friend or do dinner things. And so I think those are all great. And then working in, you know, fun family walks or activities or trips or things like that. I pretty much said the exact same thing. Um, Top of my list was, I know, I feel like when I say these things out loud, they sound so cheesy, but guys, it's just me. Um, (laughs) Uh, deep conversations with my husband. Like we, like, 
I love hat, sitting down with a hot cup of coffee on the weekends with him and just talking about the week. Um, it, you know, it, I, I enjoy it. That's, that's what keeps me, me, um, staying connected to friends is at the top of my list also. And of course, family too. My, my, um, I'm still, I'm, my parents live here. I'm very lucky for that. Um, but yeah, I love, I, there has been a lot of Marco Polo over the pandemic with my friends near and far. And that's kept me, um, me for sure. Not talking about work, not talking about, um, you know, the kids or whatnot, but just kind of talking about life in general. Um, and then what else did I say here? Um, I think too, I really love to read and I, um, Audra, I've told you this before. I'm not really great at setting goals. I know that sounds silly, but, um, one of my goals this year, my personal goals was to read more. Mm, and so that's a goal. Yeah. I am like kicking my goals booty Ooh. and I am just like a reading fanatic. And so I've really been enjoying reading both fiction and nonfiction. Um, are you doing actual really books? Like, what's that? Are you doing actual books or audible or both? Both. Yeah, I'm doing both. So like if I, if I have, um, like I have a family member that I go visit. And so if I'm going to be in the car, I, um, will do an audible, but I, I really prefer a book. I don't want a Kindle. I want a good book. So, and I feel like I've been treating myself to more, um, fiction <laughs> for some reason. I'm like, yeah. I feel like if I have time. I should probably be bettering myself. And it's like, no, I want fiction. So I've been reading more fiction this year. I agree. I like fiction. And my, my trick is I go to the library a lot, but it's love the library, but for fiction, it's easier because you Mm -hmm. can read the books faster and get them back, get them back faster. But I usually have a couple going at the same time, but I have to kind of balance for every couple of nonfiction books I read. I have to do fiction because yeah, I just people, they're like, I only read nonfiction all the time. It's like, I can't. Yeah. I want total chick lit. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in the summer. I know. Oh, I know. Summer romances. Yes. Yeah. Summer really like yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it's like embarrassing. Tori will be like, What are you reading? And I'm like, I'm not even gonna tell you what this book is about right now. He's like, Is this like a romance? I'm like, it's not like that, but like some of it is kind of like that. So I'm just like, uh, I'm like, it's like girl chiclet fiction. It's it's just yeah. I'm not even gonna talk about it. <laughs> I was when I like gasp or something crazy happens. Like, yeah. What? the worst we just last week I was sobbing I don't even remember what the book was to be honest but I that's the worst because then you know everybody's all like worried about me and I'm like no I really love this book but (laughs) my kids are like mom are you happy crying or like it's so funny like they'll do something they'll be like mom I'm happy crying I'm like no you actually have to cry to happy cry Like, I'm watching This Is Us, and I'm, like, happy crying. So how do you say, oh, yeah, Audra, um, with hmm. your, you know, you have this launching business, and it's very, um, you know, I think similar where you can do a lot of stuff digitally, but then you have some in-person, some definite in-person time, and, um, yeah, how do you stay? I think it was hard for me having kids away from my hometown because my whole um, identity and, you know, in Fort Collins, Colorado, where I moved, it was, you know, I was just working and working for a marketing agency and loving that. And then I had a baby and I was like, oh, who am I? What, what's going on? And then moving to a remote island, like with a six month old, like 
my identity totally just got rocked in motherhood. But coming back to my hometown, it's actually been easier because I mm-hmm. wasn't a mother when I left. So coming back, it feels sort of like coming. It just feels a little full circle. So, mm-hmm. um, yes, happy hours for sure with friends and spending family time and really just kind of like loosening my grip on motherhood a little bit, I think, and just like yes. letting just letting some things be, even if they're not my perfect, you know, way that I would want them to be that like my kid doesn't want a haircut. He just doesn't want a haircut. So if he's in the growing out phase right now, um, of his, of his hair and that is going to just be okay with me. So things like that, just yeah. like loosening my grip. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I think I'm hearing a lot of, uh, my theme. I always have kind of, um, there's a lot of guilt, about, I mean, I think maybe even doing this right now, you guys are feeling a little bit guilty about, <laughs> like, there's a lot of guilt with, um, with feeling like you can't always be there or you should be working more or less or whatever. And, um, I think there are lots of women that will be listening to this and watching this that can totally relate and just hearing it coming from you, amazing rock star businesswoman and, and moms, just being able to hear that, I hope will help. With that, because I think I think as women we all feel guilty a lot about a lot of things. I mean, we don't always use the word guilt. Guilt can be a strong word, but um, but you both said it a couple of times, and I was thinking to myself, I feel, and we're going to talk about this later, but um, and, and for another episode. But I feel guilty because I don't have kids, so then I'm like, oh, I can just do whatever, and oh, oh, I shouldn't message this person at this time because it's oh, I should call now, it's nap time. You know, like I know what I try to be, I try to be really understanding of that too. And then, but then I feel guilty because I don't have those things. So I think we all as women just in general have a lot of guilt about things because we set ourselves up or we were taught as um, by our society that we should be a certain way when, you know, we just, we can't do everything and be everything to everyone all the time. So I think that's a a theme and this isn't the first time on the show that we've had that had that theme so well, it's, I think it's okay it's okay <laughs> well, it's interesting hearing that perspective yeah and it, I think it's just good talking to other moms just being like hey what are you doing like I mean mm-hmm. so much of it's in our mind and and you're right culture and mm-hmm. just kind of breaking down those barriers I think is important and just saying yeah I my kids know that I love to work like I love mm-hmm. knowing that about you Angela that your kids yes. you know know that you love to work because my kids when they get that age will likely be the same and, and probably same with Mary. Yeah. I think with that, like, don't feel guilty. I think it's like, that's great that you found something you love to do and that they see that because it'd be sad if it's like, what makes your parents sad? And it's like working all the time or whatever. Mary, so, yeah. Yes. Cool. Yes. I think, um, or like, I, I have to go to work. You, to, mm-hmm. you have to like understand where you're at and you have to find your own balance. I think having like some perfect work life mm-hmm. balance is just BS. And mm-hmm. Just know that you need to rely on people to help you kind of work everything out. Yeah. Like I love that Elizabeth loves school and I know she's like learning things and, you know, getting to do things that she wouldn't get to do if she was at home with me because I'm not that brave to <laughs> let her play with bugs at my house or whatever, yeah. you know. So it's like I think there's pros and cons to everything and you just have to roll with it and make sure you give yourself grace and also give yourself things that bring you joy because that overall will help with being a mom yeah Yeah. that's so good right well Well, thank you ladies thank you so much i know we could just talk all day per usual i think it's going to stop my recording here has it stopped already oh no it hasn't okay one last thing i think it's going to cut us off right at three i know we're on a 
time crunch. And this is our first time doing the Zoom recording, so we'll see how that goes. But I want to know, since we're, this is a Mother's Day kind of thing, is what's one lesson that you learned from your from your mother or mother figure in your life that you could share with us? Hmm. Hold on, I'm texting my mom friends on this note to see if someone can pick up my daughters. Hang on. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, You're, this, is, this is real. This is real life. Yeah. Yeah. We, we had a meeting that went late and so we started our recording. It is going to cut us off at three though. (laughs) Yeah. We'll have to restart. (laughs) I'll go quick. So for my mom, I think, you know, when I think back to the memories and stuff with her, she worked and I think she incorporated us in things and she still made time for us and helped us understand though, that you know, sometimes things don't work out great and she can't be there for everything, but she still cared and asked and um, pushed us. And, you know, she was there, even if she couldn't be at the game or whatever. Um, And I think now too, I love that she's involved with my daughter's life and making up for me if I'm not around. So Mm -hmm. I think, you know, she just showed you don't have to be perfect, but just make it work. Very similar. My mom is my role model in every way. Um, She was a single mom and worked so hard my whole life. So I witnessed, you know, um, the importance of hard work and um, everything, you know, things aren't always glamorous, but you still keep going. And, um, and also my mom, I feel like instilled in me, uh, we're both highly sensitive people. We're both very empathetic towards other people. She's a social worker. And so I get that from her talked about crying in a book. Mm-hmm. Like my mom used to cry in books, all, you know, so I get my sensitivity, which has been, that's a whole other topic that I feel like we could do a <laughs> podcast on. Um, I'm yes. just learning to embrace being sensitive as a wonderful thing. So, um, anyway, that I, I, I love that I'm carrying that on and my oldest daughter definitely is carrying that on as well. So, <laughs> so, sweet. so good. Well, so many great lessons here. So wonderful talking to you ladies. I know with COVID and everything, it seems like haven't seen you in forever. So no. we will wrap it up. So I can go get a beer. Yeah. <laughs> We'll be there when when you're ready. So yep. have a great rest of your day, and we'll kind of wrap it up. And and people can follow you on Instagram yes. at Wichita Mom, Wichita Moms, and Love Wichita. of Character, Love of yep. Character, yep. and we can share those. So cool. All right. Well, everybody have a happy Mother's Day, yeah. and we will yeah. talk to everybody soon. Thanks, ladies. Bye. Bye. Bye.